Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. Addiction really impacts our ability to self-regulate. Um, addiction makes it really, that, that, you know, it makes it really hard to slow down. And that's what, as we work with folks and as we work with ourselves, um, dealing with our own impulses and struggles oftentimes the goal is is to try is to try to learn to slow down to slow down the body to slow down the mind because there's also the language right of like triggers and triggers when people talk about triggers what they're talking about is some sort of um some sort of uh input that we get right something happens in our life that that sets off a reaction um that tr- it, it 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 triggers that impulse activates it activates that impulse and 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 if i'm not you know if i'm not in a good place right if i find myself like my body is Maybe my body's, um, maybe I'm hungry. Like, you know, you, you always use the whole acronym, right? Hungry, angry, lowly, tired. Yeah, tired. Um, when our body's depleted in some of those ways, and maybe we're stressed, these are just examples. Um, we, can, we can start to get these impulses, right, to try to self-soothe. And if we've developed uh, addictions or, or you know, behaviors that that we say we don't want to do but that we do, oftentimes those things will will run to those, and folks will find themselves doing things and being like, "How did I get here?" And that's often because there's not space between the impulse and the behavior. Yep. Mm. In other words, I, I struggle to self-regulate. And then we're like, I don't know if this is the direction you want to go, but then with, with self, with self-sabotage, like we, we talk about that a lot where there's guys who we, we know, or we think we see it in ourselves. We're like, man, that is a self-sabotaging habit. We're like you and what self-sabotage to me is, I don't, I don't know how I'm sure Rich's uh, definition is a lot better than mine, but it's, it's something I know, I know the consequence of it, but I, I want that momentary, I guess a momentary high where I know the consequence is going to happen. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I'll, I'll always be messed up in this way. So I'm going to do things that point me in that direction. So it's me ch- and like, that is me choosing to do something to lead in a direction that I don't want to, to go that I like that I know is unhealthy. And it's when it becomes, especially when our, when you're unaware of it, where you kind of, that's where it gets really sticky where you're kind of, it's frustrating. And instead of following through on it, cause I, I think we don't, what we're working to do. And when we start putting more space in where we do become self-regulated, that doesn't mean that we go from self-sabotaging actions to regulated actions immediately. It's you're aware that you're doing something that's sabotaging yourself. And then you go like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to follow through on it. 
I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm choosing. So that feeling of going from a, sab- a sabotage mindset, when you're aware of it, then you're, you're choosing to regulate it. So it's, it's a slow process. Well, yeah. And what Rich said, which I think is really helpful, is there's an inverse link between self-sabotage and self-regulation. And what I mean by that is the lower, the lower our self-regulation, the higher our self-sabotage. Because, because what ends up happening is when we're talking about self-sabotage, it's the picture of someone's doing so well and all of a sudden they blow up their life themselves. They just make oftentimes really just sad decisions that really gets them off course and they start that pattern and they can't stop. Um, and again, it's like if I've made a routine, a habit, addiction, whatever you want to call it, it's this habituated, it looks like habit of impulse behavior, which means low self-regulation. There's going to be a higher level of self-sabotage because I'm not slowing down enough to really think about the consequences of my behaviors. I'm not slowing down enough to, to, to garner the empathy to think about how my behaviors might impact the people I love around me. Um, it, that, that's, that's all what we're talking about when we talk about high self-sabotage, low self-regulation. And it's sad, and, it, and it's very sad, right? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then. Bye.